Hello, hello. Yo, yo, welcome to Set the Record. I'm Malcolm Anthony, my partner in crime, Chicago's very own, Kev Hernandez. Yes, dude. Yeah, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Apple, Google, Anchor, Spotify, of course. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Set the Record Pod. Like the Facebook page, Set the Record Podcast. Special thanks to IndiePod News, IndiePod Media, and as course check out 20 on town podcast if you haven't heard he's dope so we got a great show to you for you today uh, amazing free agency i mean just a palooza really i think is what they call it yes um, the big 12 is disbanded um it, it, and it will come in the near future we'll talk about that and of course we got an oddball for you today just one but we're going solo and we're gonna talk the fight game. So let's 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 start the show today, man. What you think? Oh man, I am excited to talk about the big news coming out. Big twelve. We mentioned it a little bit last week, but it finally came in fruition, dude. Let's talk All about right. some. There it is. So that's it. OU in Texas. They will be breaking up the Big Twelve. <laughs> they called it quits. Yeah, the, they're disbanding the group. The mm-hmm. band is no longer. You know, it started as the Big Eight many years ago, uh, became the Big Twelve, and now it is no longer. Uh, yeah. And it's funny because this deal won't even happen for years to come. It's oh, you probably won't even be leaving till twenty twenty five. It says their their contract is uh, to remain until June thirtieth. Um, and they'll go ahead and stay because um, both Texas and OU would receive a penalty of about seventy-five to eighty million dollars if they choose to leave sooner. Oh, do you, do uh, you like that? <laughs> uh, I, you know what? No, I'm okay with just sticking around. For... They just thought they was leaving the Big Twelve, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, it's you important to make the announcement. Let's make the announcement now. That way, when it does happen, we can make a second announcement. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. That's the too soon announcement award right there goes to uh, the Big Twelve. Yes, uh, or, or I guess OU. OU, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then, because uh, you can't put it on Texas, because Texas just follows OU around. <laughs> Garfield and Odie. Texas is Odie. <laughs> Texas is Odie. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, you know what? I don't. I don't hate that comparison. I, I very much love it because there's a lot of times that uh, as OU we get to eat, eat, eat. You know, so that spaghetti and uh, and and and, and we're the Odie's missing out. You know. Yeah, dude. I like so. the sound of that, man. Bro, so I'm I'm happy for OU. I'm happy for Texas. Too bad for the Big Twelve. I have the thunder coursing through my veins, bro. The thunder and the draft, man. Can we talk about how we can we thunder up for a little bit? Oh, snap. Thunder has arrived. Yes, dude. I would like to say something real quickly. The thunder picking up Josh Giddy six overall, right? Uh, just uh-huh. last Thursday night, dude. That was such a great pickup. They didn't move around, stuck with their gut. They knew what they were looking for, Sam Pressy, and there's the front office out there. OG Sam Pressy, by the way. The yeah. Thunder, 
Uh, with Giddy, dude, Giddy last season he was with the Adelaide 36ers of Australia's National Basketball League, right? The NBL. He was named last year's, or actually 2020 and 2021's NBL Rookie of the Year. He led the league in assists. He was sixth in rebound, tenth in steals. I saw something from him that I didn't see out of anyone else, and I'm surprised that the Thunder picked him up. But, uh, dude, I'm gonna set the record. I'm gonna set the record right now. Uh oh, uh oh, hold up. Set the record. There it is. Uh, yes, dude. Uh, Josh Giddy has. He, dude, he's the best passer in this draft. He's got the best wow. draft, dude. I'm I'm telling you right now. Watch, dude. I think he's gonna pair really well with the SGA. Yeah. No, I totally agree. When you said it, I was thinking it, man. SGA is gonna get fed. He's gonna get fed. And I then, love it so much. Yeah, Josh Giddy, are you getting giddy about this? Because I am. Dude, I've I've been giddy. I've got giddy. <laughs> We're gonna That's get giddy. absolutely amazing. Yeah, we, we did a pretty good job this draft. I'm not going to lie. You know, I thought we'd make some... I thought we'd make a splash trade. Um, and we offered stuff for said trade. Um, I know they were going for Kate a little bit, but I'm yeah. super satisfied with what we got. Um, we got four very young, talented kids. And we're going to... Oh, man. Young men, sorry. And, uh, man, they're, they're going to... We're going to do great for the Thunder. We have a young core. We got so many selections over the next 50 years. Um, yes. We're never going to run out of picks. No. And it really seems with just picking up Trey Mann out of uh, Florida, Florida Gators, dude. Uh, Robinson Earl. He was yeah. a Villanueva Wildcat, dude. Led the Villanueva, Villanova in scoring and rebounding. Yep. Uh Dude, these guys are going to be exciting. Uh, even Aaron Wiggins, yeah. right? Selected 55th overall, three seasons with the uh, three, yeah, three seasons with the University of Maryland. He was uh, last year's Big Ten Sixth Man of the Year. I think what Oklahoma's doing, dude, they're gathering versatile as many versatile players as possible, and they're playing the long game, dude. They're taking their time, and they're going to rebuild this roster properly, dude. This is going to be really fun, really exciting. No, I completely agree with you. That is, our, our roster is going to look very nice um, coming into next season. I, I mean, I, I'm i very excited. Really, the Thunder have a lot to look forward to, um, yes. honestly. And then in the extension of uh, uh, signing SGA for, like, he is the future, dude. He's going to be Oklahoma City. He's going to be the future of the NBA. I know Trey oh, Young's sure. got, he, yep. right? Well, I, you know, well, everybody else is looking at like Trey Young, Luka Doncic. They're like uh, uh, Mitchell Donovan, right? Uh, yeah, Mitchell yeah, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan, yeah, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan. Okay, good. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Like everybody Zion, else, everybody else. Yeah. Zion, yes, yeah. Everybody else is getting the spotlight. Watch SGA come up, dude. This is gonna be the season. No doubt. Yeah, he agreed five years, one hundred and seventy-two maximum extension off the rookie deal. Um, mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's a hundred and what seventy-two guaranteed, pretty much um, into a two hundred and seven million dollar contract. I mean, it's it's a huge, huge deal. He's twenty-three. He's a core part of what we do. Let's um, lock him drafted down. Drafted by the Clippers. We got him uh, two seasons ago. Yes. Um, when Paul George left us um, high and dry, when he left Russ, just I, mean, I know. Cold. Anyways, it was cold. Yeah. 
But we are so excited that SGA is signed because uh, I think that year with, with Chris Paul was super important. He got hurt at the end of the season. And you got to yeah. remember, the Thunder were right there right in it. We were 16 and 19 Dude, and- with SGA. We're right there three games out of 500. I mean, that's not that bad. Fighting um, in the bubble. And then, and then uh, we without SGA last season, we were six and thirty-one. So yeah. it tells you this young guy, um, super special. Imagine this: Shea Gildress, Josh Giddy, Lou Dort, and then um, we just got Muscala again, mm-hmm. um, along uh, along with um, who's the center we just picked up? Um, uh, Derek Favors. Oh, yeah, that's right. Derek Favors. I forgot about Derek Favors. Yeah, we got Derek Favors from the Jazz. So I'm like... Um, Solid squad. And, and the future first-round pick. I'm like, how the heck does yeah. that work? Yes, so, there's, they keep them coming. You cannot trade with the Thunder unless you involve uh, a Giving up picks. Yeah. Yeah, yep. there's got to be first-round pick and cash, baby. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we want your shit. Hey, uh, yeah. special shout-out to... To Cade Cunningham as well. Um, For sure. Get, you know, getting drafted first overall. Right. Um, that's just super special. Um, he's got a deal. Um, you know, he signed with the Pistons, but he already signed a Nike deal, man. A Nike deal. Yes. So uh, First of its kind. Or not first of its kind, but just the, the numbers, the figures that he hit were crazy. Yeah, multi-year. Yeah. Yes. This is going to set him straight, dude. This is going to be crazy for him. And uh, he's vegan. And he just, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that I want to say it like that. But the way that he's treating his body like a machine early. Exactly. Exactly. He's already on the right step. Yeah. If you eat like that at this age, Chris Paul just started that diet not too long ago. Yes, that's Um, right. Veterans doing the same thing. So, yeah, absolutely. You got Tom Brady. Oh, boy, JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee's vegan. Joakim Noah's vegan. And that's what he was ahead of his time. <laughs> no no doubt a, about that. No doubt about that. He was a Florida that. Gator. <laughs> right, right, right. But no, I'm, uh, dude, uh, yeah, the Thunder, they clearly know what they're doing. Sam Pressy's the man at this. At dude, the though. new Paycom Center. Don't forget. Paycom. Yeah. At the new Paycom oh. Center, we got 15-year deal. So, yeah, um, Man, Sam Presti's obviously doing work for us. We got to appreciate that. You're right. Yeah. Yes. Bro, what about this first, uh, or now it's the second day, but day two of the NBA free agency, dude? Wow. All right. Let us play basketball. That's all I'm saying. Man, we we are trying (laughs) to let them play, but before they play, they have to get signed. You got to play for a team, homie. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, KB. (laughs) You already forgot. But. Man, I want to say something just real quick. Just want to touch base on the Bulls, dude. As a Bulls fan, we've been through some bullshit. So to see Lonzo Ball, they made a move to get Lonzo Ball and backing him up, uh, uh, Alex Caruso, the Caruso. The Caruso. Dude, I will take that with Zach Levine. Then we got our boy Nikola Vujovic. And dude. Vucevic, and then just a moment ago, actually right before we recorded, started recording the show, and I totally forgot, DeMar DeRozan. They just signed DeMar DeRozan. You got DeMar DeRozan, huh? The Bulls just signed DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic, and DeMar DeRozan used to play together 12 seasons ago on the same Georgia team, something like that. But there used to be ex-teammates. 
DeMar DeRozan on a three-year, a three-year, eighty-five million dollar deal just now? DeMar DeRozan. No shit. Yes, dude. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm very happy for the Bulls. The Bulls are gonna look like an actual basketball team, man. Yes, dude. I promise, yes, man. You got Lonzo, man. Lonzo's special. I, I, I didn't want to lose Lonzo in that trade for Anthony Davis. I would have rather gave up Kuzma back then to keep Lonzo. Ah. Absolutely. Because we ended up losing Kuzma anyways, man. We should have done, should have done, did that. I'm that. That's why the Bulls, dude. Uh, but now they're guard heavy, so I'm kind of curious to see what's gonna happen. But well, that's uh, speaking yeah, of guards, man. I, marketing. I know, I know. Well, actually, I'm. He's, uh, he's. Well, we gotta see. Yeah, because I do like him. I like the um, the finisher. <laughs> he's a good man. He's a good. He's a good guy. Uh, but I want to throw roses at our boy Trey Young, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Norman, oh, that's right, dude. Signing a max extension on his rookie deal for the Hawks. You give that man his money, baby. <laughs> oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, you had to pay that man. He 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 dragged no 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 not just himself, but he really uh, a lot of a lot of the the stuff that the Hawks got to do this season going to the Eastern Conference Finals. A lot of it was because of Trey Young. Yes. Uh, his tiny leadership, man. His small, his small size has got a big heart. You know what I mean? Him off the court took away something from the Hawks right away. Yeah. Like he's, dude. Yeah, he's. And then, oh man, we all he saw what mentality, he did. though. Dude, that viral video that just went out last yeah. week. Yeah. That was nuts. Yeah, he's a dog, man. He really is. He's a baller. He's a hooper. And that, um, that's what you like to see. Is a, uh, even in the off season, guys like that hoop. Um, they, they they like to play ball. Um, yeah, special to get that contract. I agree. Yes, dude. Yeah. I'm, so I think that's absolutely amazing. And then kind of sticking with that, you know, uh, uh, just because he's in, he once a Thunder, always a Thunder, unless you're uh, Paul George and Kevin Durant. But Chris Paul <laughs> re-signs with the Suns. He was part of the. He was an integral part of the pivotal part of a very important part of the finals and that team's run. Like, I, why wouldn't you? try to go for it again keep the same pieces or try to see what we can do see how we can improve but i think yeah. the sun signing re-signing chris paul that's absolutely perfect the oldest player to receive like a hundred thousand something like that surpassing a certain amount of money a oh, hundred million dollars yeah yeah, $100 million. yeah yes, 120 yes. million dollar contract yes over the next so. like, four seasons so yeah yeah he got a good deal uh very player friendly deal um yeah i would like to say who or what? What team made the best um, trade, or made the best re-signing, in your opinion, this offseason yeah. so far? I'm happy you asked. the The one that I was really looking at were, well, I mean, the honestly, the Lakers, the way that they moved pieces around and brought people back in, and then bringing superstars. Man, I think that's crazy. But I think the the one that's going to come up again. Uh, the Miami Heat signing Kyle Lowry is a good one. But PJ Tucker is also great too. I like what Miami Heat's doing, but Kyle Lowry's going to change the game for my, uh, Miami for sure. No, I agree. Yeah, because not only did they get Kyle Lowry, um, but they got Markeith Morris. They re-signed um, uh, Duncan Robinson. Yeah, they're in Bu- Butler. They're re-signing that. They're, they're working on a deal with Butler now. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, but, uh, is it Duncan Robinson? Yeah, Duncan Robinson. Yeah, or even Tyler Hero. I think he's gonna try to stick around too. I like what Miami Heat is doing for sure. They're very aggressive. I agree, and that's definitely uh, smart. Smart to come out. They 
They were just in the finals two seasons ago. Um, I, I agree with you um, that the Kyle Lowry is a good trade. To me, the best offseason um, move right now has got to be Chris Paul getting the deal. You, we've mentioned that already. Um, but it to me, that's the best deal because the Suns, they wouldn't have made it where they did without a Chris Paul. That I'm really is, them getting back to where they were is based on his health. Um, so in, in moving forward, that's really a lot to weigh on. And I'll be honest, I don't think they ever make it back to the finals. Um, but this was their chance in order to get there. They need Chris Paul. So if they have a chance, it's with him, but I don't think they make it. Um, if that makes any sense, um, what team as a collective made the best, uh, off season move so far? Bro, uh, I love Westbrook and the Lakers, dude. Really? You, you get that man in his hometown, dude. Like, I'm a huge, like, we're huge Westbrook fans, man. The way that, the Westbrook yes. And then, oh, no, dude, I, I think that one's the, a super smart move. Even Dwight Howard re-signing with the Lakers. I think they were lacking that presence down there because Dwight Howard's quick. Dude, yeah. oh, he's also, uh, I don't know if he's vegan, but he's vegetarian. Yeah, I believe he's on a, di- a diet like that as well, where he's, he's watching yeah. what he eats, yeah. Yeah, his body's in ketosis or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree, man. That's a, that's a good move as well. Uh, Lakers have made very interesting moves this whole offseason. Um, you mentioned a few. They got Carmelo. Carmelo, um, baby. Kendrick only- Nunn um, is also, they re-signed uh, Horton Tucker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- there's a lot really the Lakers have done this offseason. And I like what's that? I like the Mellow deal too because Mellow, I think, can get a ring. You know, people are poo pooing the Lakers getting Russ, but I don't think they realize if Russ can can be like Antetokounmpo just did in the finals, yes, and not shoot threes, yes, he will be. I mean, good God, he's amazing. Just yes, he can don't do it. shoot threes. Yeah, yes. Trevor Ariza got signed with the Lakers. Malik Monk, Wayne Ellington. I mean, this is Kent Bazemore. Marcus All is coming back. The Lakers really have made the most moves uh, to solidify at least a Western Conference bid. Definitely, and, uh, and in the Eastern Conference, it's it's got to be the Bulls, man. I know, I know. That's so funny you say that. Because just prepping with you and just talking, I couldn't help but just rewrite Bulls, Lakers, Bulls, Lakers. In fact, yeah. I had to scribble it out. I was just writing it too much. It just didn't. I'm like, okay, I got it. You know yeah, it's crazy. I mean? You're right. It's our favorite two teams. But to me, they both of those teams made the best moves moving forward for both of their franchises. Yes. And then, oh, man, I think this is going to be great. And this is just so far, as I mentioned, this is only day two of the two NBA. Days. <laughs> like, Everybody's itching, everybody's scratching, and the Thunder are still, they're not done. I got a feeling they're not done. There's there's a movement in there within them. It's going to be exciting. Similar yeah. to what USA did over Spain. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Let's let's jump on USA and Spain, man. I cannot believe it. We, we, we started in a deficit. Yes, down. Down by 10 points. KD and the USA team came back when end up winning 95-81, knocking Spain out, which is the first time they do not medal in the Olympics since 04. In fact, yeah, this, this loss was so bad. Both Gasol brothers and uh, 
there was another guy. I was gonna say Luis Scola, but Luis Scola plays for Argentina, but he's still he, reti- he retired too. But all three guys today, <laughs> after elimination, he retired felt bad from for international. Was done too. Oh yeah, he did go for okay. I I knew there was a third guy. Okay, but yeah, all three guys retired from international play after that game. I mean, they were yeah. going to retire, but <laughs> they were gonna they wanted to retire uh, uh, at least uh, medal medaled you know bronze i'll take bronze but yeah no doubt yeah and usa man in 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 a in a time where we weren't sure you know losing our you know losing games and exhibition um oh man and the very first opening the uh, the opening game losing the first olympic game like that yeah and that's never a way to start this year i mean you don't think that's how usa is going to come out playing ball so uh, we have the best players in the world they just got to learn how to play together um we get to play australia on thursday and thanks to kevin durant um 29 points and 13 of them came in the third quarter to get us over the hump in this game we're playing a team um in australia man i'm not sure we're gonna be ready for I think we're going to have a better opportunity. I know they beat us in the exhibition just earlier, mm. uh, just a few weeks back, actually. But uh-huh. but I don't think that's going to happen butts again. Butts are for pooping. USA. Yes, 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 yes. And the United States poop out of their butts. <laughs> <laughs> and a whole lot. Yes. And so does Australia. You know, we're very similar. It's yes. very true. Us humans are very similar in that way. Yeah. How about, can we just appreciate how basketball is a universal language, my friend? It's like a physical that, language. That <laughs> is true. That is completely okay. true. No matter what, you you know they're either talking shit or they're coming up with defensive plays. And a lot of times, there's some shit talking in that too. <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah, and um, France is getting the opportunity to play uh, Luka Doncic, who's, who's dragged Slovenia all the way to the oh semis. God. Very impressive. And he's got a Dragic brother on the team. The lesser brother, I guess you could yes. say. Yes. Uh, the non-NBA brother. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Oh, There's an there's Antetokounmpo who's not in the league. <laughs> <laughs> he was like one of the ball brothers before this season. Yeah, huh? he's, yeah, he, yeah he's got it. He got his daddy's height. You know what I mean? So he just... The oldest one, actually. It's really funny. He just didn't grow up. He uh, just didn't yeah, grow. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, but, but uh, United Paris, States. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have a chance for gold, and that's what's important. Yeah, I love that. And you know, but you're not you're not kidding. We were a little afraid, but no, I'm glad. I'm glad we can shake that off. <laughs> yeah, you had to be a little nervous. You had to be a little nervous. There was a uh, flaws you could tell in our in our uh, in our game. So. It seems like the defensively we're we're picking it back up, and offensively Kevin Durant is doing what he does. Uh, the best Olympic player we have ever had in in history. That's right. That's it. That's definitive at this point. Yeah, so he outscored Carmelo. He's still on the tear. If he goes medal, even if he even if he does if he doesn't, uh, if he medals out, he definitely definitely yes. So we'll see. We'll see. I hope it's a gold medal, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I, absolutely. I do believe we'll get that gold. Australia is a tough feat. They just beat the living mess. Um, out of Argentina or something, of right? Argentina, Italy or something. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm not looking forward to the rematch there. But but uh, it, a tough, tough wins gets you through adversity. And this is going to be one of those games that is going to be hard fought. Um, For sure. 
and we're going to earn that gold this year. So, yep, definitely going to happen, man. Dude, I think this is a perfect time for us to step out of the shop and into this weird oddball. Uh-oh, uh-oh, it's a single. <laughs> so cool, so cool. Bro, uh, just outside of Florida, in fact, the county adjacent, Gwinnett County, Georgia, a man was arrested after police say that he bounded nearly two dozen iguanas with duct tape and then tried to sell them out of the back of his SUV. What? Sounds like Florida's spilling into Georgia, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it's just going to be all one big state. Yeah, police absolutely. Right? This uh, police say, uh, gentleman, I'm not even, I don't even want to say his name. He was selling these reptiles out of, uh, in a parking lot, right? He was just trying to sell them. The guy actually owns a pet shop in the area and was just trying to, was selling them out of his car. He said he didn't think he was doing anything wrong, but the iguanas were tied up through their legs and uh, were binded with duct tape. Oh, jeez. It was like very, it was awful. Like he was not treating them very well. And (laughs) dude, uh, what's, what's super crazy is like, First of all, just the the animal cruelty of it, which yeah. we got twenty two counts of animal cru- cruelty. That's a big. That's a. Those are twenty two misdemeanors that are gonna. You know, we'll see. We'll see what they develop into. But he ended up crossing twenty two iguanas that he caught with his hands in Miami, and then brought them to Georgia, and we're just trying to sell them for ten dollars a pop. But iguanas are so invasive, dude. They're illegal to purchase and sell. Uh, it's actually inhumane to kill them. There's like a uh, there's a whole thing that's going on with the guanas now, dude. Especially like in the Everglades, there there are people that grill them up. Like it's crazy, and iguanas do not make great pets. Like the whole thing is just absolutely crazy. Uh, thankfully, all 22 iguanas were adopted by families or sent to rescue groups, so they're gonna be like in good condition. But this dude, you know, shout out to all the pricks. <laughs> pricks, pricks, and assholes. You know what I'm saying? So you just gotta be careful with those iguanas, man. Just don't buy, don't be buying any, don't be buying any iguanas out of some guy's the back of some guy's pickup truck or anything. All right, you guys do it properly. And then apparently iguanas don't even make good pets, so just do your research on them. <laughs> super territorial. <laughs> the super territorial, yeah, yeah. Watch out. That's no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, just real quick, they bite, they scratch, the tail whips so hard that they can use stitches, or you can even lose a finger. I'm not sure I'd ever want to possess an iguana. Um, look at it through <laughs> a glass cage, that's just fine, uh, but yeah. no, that's not up my alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, here, take care of this iguana for me for the weekend. No, thanks. Just uh, just be careful. Just uh, No, but also, it's also important, you know, if you see anything like animal cruelty, because there is some shit that you people post on Facebook that people think are absolutely fine. It's like, just don't, just treat your pets like you would your family. Like, they are family, you freaking psychos. And our, in our house, they are as such. We, we love the animals. Yeah, yeah. So no, just no. I'm, I'm happy to say that all 22 iguanas have been adopted by families or were sent to rescue groups. So all's well, it ends well. Well, wonderful. From one cage to another, right? We're going um, little UFC yeah. talk. Yes. 
Well, very we had... smooth, though. Very yeah. smooth. <laughs> we had we had some fights uh, last weekend, and uh, really the main event was the the nail in the coffin, you could say, uh, for yeah. Uriah Hall's ever potential doing anything in the middleweight division. Yeah, that, that, yeah, it does seem like the run is over with. Yeah. Uh, Sean, Sean Strickland, Sh- yep, put him away. Yeah, pieced them up. Really displayed what he's all about, what he brings to the UFC and the, the proverbial table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So with a dominant win like that, um, we had Uriah Hall was a 10th ranked contender um, where Sean Strickland was just 16th. So who do you see him fighting next? You got a lot uh-huh. of guys in the top 15. Uh, Brad Tavares, you got Chris Weidman, you got Kevin Holland. Andre Munez, Kevin Gaslam, Darren Till, Mr. Hermanson, Derek Brunson, oh. Derek Cannoneer. Any of those names sound good to you? Yes, dude. I'll tell you this. Sean Strickland actually moved up the ranks uh, to eighth. And I think the one of the I think would be an amazing fight would be Darren Till, because Darren Till needs a big name. To come back, I feel like he's been in the shadows for a little bit. Injuries, COVID, mm-hmm. uh, weird accents from Liverpool. Yeah, that yeah. that definitely does a lot of it. <laughs> yes, trials that and tribulation is, is most of the problem. <laughs> okay, it's keeping him out of the octagon. No, but I would I'm also like kidding. to see Hermanson. Yeah. <laughs> Hermanson. That I think that what's it? What's his first name? Jackson Hermanson. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jack Hermanson. Yeah, with Jack Hermanson. Versus Sean Strickland. I think those, those, any of those, Darren Till or Hermanson, on paper, that just looks good. So why wouldn't it yeah. turn out? I like that. I like that. You said the one that stuck out to me the most was uh, Hermanson. I think that would be a really good fight. Yeah. Uh, Darren Till obviously needs a win. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not sure he's going to get that against this dude. Um, no. The way he pieced up Uriah Hall. I'm not sure he's ready for this. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, that was a that was a good fight last week. For sure, great UFC card we have ahead, man. This is going to be special. UFC 265, dude. <clears throat> the main card is crazy. Uh, just going up and down, it, it, it's really amazing. The uh, with the main event, Derek Lewis and Cyril Gane. The Bantam co-main event, uh, Jose Aldo versus Pedro Munoz. But the fight, my favorite fight, and I'm going to ask you yours. I'm kind of curious to see what you say, or okay. if you kind of agree. But the fight that I am, I have starred, dude. I have highlighted. Vicente Luque is coming. He's looking for the winning streak to keep going. He's he's on a winning streak at the moment. Uh, uh, him versus Michael Chiesa is going to be really fun. I think this is going to be the fight to watch, too, because Vicente, he's on a tear. And uh, I don't know what Michael Chiesa has been up to, but he's been commentating. I'm kind of curious to see how he's going to – why would he even face Vicente? Because he's a – man, he's a real animal. That's yeah, the fight an I'm animal, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That one's going to be an entertaining fight, Chiesa. I, I agree, Michael. Uh, should – we're gonna test him that day for sure. Um, yes. Um, I, he needs this win to stay afloat in this uh, welterweight division. It's it, it, he's been on a pretty good win streak, and um, you know, four fights in a row, just beating Neil Magny. But um, really, this is gonna be the one to test him. Uh, yeah. Luke, I don't think he's 
Um, he hasn't lost really in a while. He just beat Wood, uh, Tyron Woodley, right? So just yeah, submitted him in the first round. Uh, yeah, really made him look like a like a rag doll out there. Yeah, um, made him look like. Uh, but to uh, me, uh, the, a fight that I think is going to win fight of the night um, and probably be the most entertaining fight is going to be Song Yudong and Casey Kennedy. Um, really? I see those guys just throwing fists, man. I think it'll be the fight of the night as far as uh, entertainment goes. Yes. Um, for the judges, you know what I mean? Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis is going to try to take Cyril Gaines' head off. Uh, Hell yes. That, that fight That fight to me, if, if, if Gaines can get Derek Lewis on the ground, uh, it'll look really like a boring, ugly yeah. fight. This could be uh, the upset of the night. But if if, if Lewis uh, stays on his feet for for Ooh. two rounds, Ooh. I expect Gaines' head to be flown off. Yeah, if, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, or if Ghana, two, sorry. Ghana, yes, yes. But if Derek Lewis stays on his feet for two rounds, I don't expect Cyril Ghana to. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, just straight up. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You were saying it. You were right there. You were right there. You were right there, dude. But yes, I know what you mean. That Oh, man, that's I'm excited because even Jose Aldo, he has to win. He has to win to stay in the UFC. This dude's got to feed his children. <laughs> but, uh, that's, yeah. that's how I'd be thinking. I'd be thinking I, like I that, know. dude. I didn't see him lose. I didn't think that. Uh, I don't know. I didn't think I he ended up losing that, that fight to Volkanovski. So, ah, you know, yeah. that. ever since then, he's been looking on this downward spiral. But he, he beat Marlon Vera um, mm-hmm. in a very t- in, a, in a close fight. So um, that's true. That's true. So this would be good. This is going to be good for him. I mean, co-main eventing, dude. He's still he's still on it, dude. He could do this. Uh, yeah, and I'm kind of excited to see. Fight. I'm kind of rooting for him. Yeah, I'm rooting for him against Pedro Munoz. I bet Pedro's also hungry too, though. I'm, I love I'm the UFC. I'm rooting for him for sure against uh, Munoz. I, I, not that I don't like him, but uh, I've always liked watching Aldo. His career has been yeah. fantastic. He was a champ for many, many years. I so mean, long. So it's like you want that legacy to continue. Um, I, I just I don't want to see that end. Like I said, he had a belt from from 09. To, to 2017. Uh, Damn. So, Damn. Um, very formidable. That's years. when he lost uh, Max Holloway twice in a row. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, Damn. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Uh, I hear you. I'm, I'm, I can't wait for this weekend. This weekend, the UFC is going to provide, bro. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. UFC, um, what, 265. It's a good show. It'll be on. Can't wait. For sure. Bro, normally we finish the episode with a jam, and this episode is no exception, my friend. <laughs> That's right. You right. Bro, I want to say real quickly just my jam with uh with the world with the world cup with the olympics on right now it pushed with okay it says everybody said you know how it says tokyo 2020 even though we're in 2021 the olympics were supposed to be held yes uh, last year because of covid they were pushed this year which forced it over the uh the world the soccer world uh the soccer gold cup right the gold cup which usually i mean it really does it's almost like fifa where it comes around every like two three years it's not every year this year, USA made it. They went all the way to the championship rounds, the championship Mexico, even though the United States, because of the Olympics, they're all their best players are playing for medals, right? 
So the United States only had three of their normal superstars versus Mexico's eight. They were the underdogs. They went into extra time and they won the gold cup 1-0, placing the United States on the map again. You know what I mean? Like you don't count us out. Like, especially with soccer, dude, that is so crazy. Like bring your sport. We'll beat you at it. I love it. <laughs> that is that's, that's that's pretty American of us for sure, no doubt. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play you and we're gonna beat you at your own game. Yeah, that's very right. Bold, very risky business because it ends up sometimes really backfiring. But in this case, Definitely. it's a triumphant victory. That's amazing. And I, this this is like the first Gold Cup in for the United States in in so long. Like before, they weren't even using soccer balls, dude. It's coconuts. You know, what I mean? it was. The gold cup was actually a small cup. It was a goblet. <laughs> like, it was so small. <laughs> so I'm just happy. I'm happy. Like, I'm jamming on that, dude. Because, like, oh, man, it's, I'm just happy to see. Like, well, you, everybody sees that soccer's been up and up on the up and up. So I'm happy. Uh, USA, USA, USA. <laughs> yeah, very well, man. man. You know what? I'm, I'm keeping the trend going. You, you speak of USA. I speak of yes. USA today, too. You know, Simone yes. Biles. USA Olympic athlete, more than just an athlete, she's a human, and mm-hmm. she had a very human moment during these Olympic Games, and I commend her for that, you know, being honest, being forthright, being um, truthful in all of this, Yes, in such a stressful, high leverage, I mean, like the this is such a moment not many people get to ever partake in and and to have her step away knowing it was possibly going to jeopardize her health or or her safety if she were to continue um it was just brave of her to do what she did and to speak about it as so well she did um you know she said we're not just entertainment we're humans and there are things going behind the scenes that we're also trying to juggle with as well on top of sports just to remember she's 24 um and like i said she did wonderful she got her seventh medal um tying um i believe an olympic great i'm trying to find that in my notes but no uh, but i don't get right uh shannon miller um as far as most for a gymnast to have. So she's got, uh, she's tied um, with with that um, prestigious award. So it's like, it's just awesome to, to, to be, uh, to, to witness someone as great as she is at what she does, just um, speak up on, on what people can go through. So that's really uh, just focus on your mental health, meditate, make it go away that's what i say yeah it's real yes. you know it, it's it's not just a mantra it's 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 something to do to 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 take some some stress away so that's what i got man that's my jam man i love that dude i love that i know it's it's fun because it, it does I'm, I'm i'm hoping this vulnerability becomes more and more accepted where people can take a step back and say I need some help. I could use somebody to talk to. I could speak to a therapist. I could, uh, I, why am I having such bad? What can I do? So yeah, it's absolutely. just, I love that. I love that. It's important that you do reach out. So, oh man, I think this is absolutely great. I think it's important that you take care of your mental health. You don't try to sell iguanas out of the back of an SUV. <laughs> yeah, we gotta be, we gotta be smart. And to kin- to kin- to continue being smart, you must continue following us or send tell yeah. a friend to follow us make 
on Set the Record Podcast. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter, right? Check us out on Facebook, Set the Record Podcast. We are, uh, oh, oh, shout out to IndiePot Media. Shout out to 20 on the Town. Dude, just, it's just, everything is, man, everything is everything. And it's just, uh, this is really fun. And I'm happy you guys are still listening to us now. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Meditate. Make it go away. Peace.